Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, brew some coffee, pour a cup. It's time for some more Coffee Talk. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Coffee Talk, <laughs> episode 115. And I got... So I don't go with mixed drinks very often. Neither do I. But every now and then they hit the spot. This is mm-hmm. like a peanut butter mocha from a local coffee shop, Leaving Bean. Every now and then. And, every it now made, and then. it made me think to ask you, like different times of year, Christmas, fall, do you go away from black coffee or is it 365 days a year black coffee? So I had an iced latte the other day because it was super hot outside. Okay. So yeah. seasonal. Yeah, for sure. So you you'll know. break. Okay. Yeah, I change it up every now and then. You know, not not, not super... as far as pumpkin spice. No, I won't. But, do as, pumpkin but spice. as far as like a lot to here and there. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I actually I grabbed Starbucks today because you know I was hustling back for my lift this morning. How'd that go? It was it was sick. I got super strong. Seventy nine kilos um, soon. <laughs> <laughs> nah, pro- probably not. But do you know when you're competing? At this next rate, right you now? never know. I do not know when I'm competing next. Um, there's a few events I'm looking at, like looking towards. Um, so I just got to talk to my coaches and kind of figure out what the best plan is. Because the domestic tournaments now are pretty scarce. Oh, yeah. Like there's not much coming up. And I guess that's a good segue to the Open. Like the Open was like on paper, one of the weakest Opens I think there's ever been. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't super great. I mean, uh, it was nice to watch wrestling, watch some of, you know, my teammates and such, but yeah, yeah it wasn't, it wasn't the same. And I think it was for a couple reasons. Number one, I think because the Olympic trials obviously just happened, there was a lot of people who there wasn't really a perk in the Olympic weights to go. And you still mm-hmm. saw a lot of big names go. Like we talked about it last week, but even in the non-Olympic weights, I was kind of surprised more people weren't going. But I think you mentioned it a couple weeks ago with somebody. Like, if the turnaround was quicker, it would have been a possibility for so many more people to go. If Yeah, if it wasn't as quick, you know, if they, if they gave another few weeks at least, like, even just, like, two or three more weeks. like, And I, I was the, excited. I think they would have had a lot more. Right. And I was excited watching who was registering. Because as you hear certain weights and you hear names, like, I was really into the Nate Jackson versus Kaivon Gatson, but the rest of the weight was like a dud. I don't even know who was there. Yeah. So basically, it's like there was names I was getting excited for to watch compete, and then the brackets came out, and I'm like, this is kind of lackluster. Like yeah. it's especially you go from the most stacked and deep tournament, the Olympic Trials, to the Open. Like it was, it was one of those things where 
it didn't help the open from a viewership standpoint that the trials just happened. And again, I think there was a lot of people who are just tired from even guys like, you know, there's some guys who compete a lot like Seth gross, even mm -hmm. he wasn't there. You know, there's just a lot of people that the only incentive really was qualifying for the world team trials, which all the Olympic trials, uh, Anybody who's at the Olympic trials is qualified for the world team trials and the Pan Am team, which if you're not wrestling the Olympics, wasn't a huge incentive to go. Like you can win a Pan Am medal, but when are the Pan, Pan Ams? I don't even know. May 27th through the 30th. Uh, so the six guys who won the Olympic trials are going to that. And then the four winners in the non-Olympic weights are going from the open. Okay. So, and, and I mean, the, traditionally you always have some holes in that just even because of timing like i'm pretty sure last year we had some definite holes in that but it, it is what it is but yeah the open the finals were fun the rest of the tournament was kind of like some of the opening rounds which the u.s open initial rounds are usually like that usually yeah. it's like and, and just like you said you know there was some good wrestling you know there was uh there were guys that like I was excited to watch too. Yeah. Like obviously, obviously Mark Hall. Um, you know, I thought he I thought he looked great, by the way. Um, the Hiley brothers, I thought Trent and Mark was a great match too. Really good. Hayden, Hayden looked good. You know, I um I thought there was definitely some good wrestling, but like you said, you know, there clear lack of talent. And even a, a lot of the guys that or some of the guys that did wrestle in the Olympic trials that were in that event, like I don't want to say they didn't look great, but yeah. some of some of them didn't. And like you could tell it's just because like, you know, you peak for that Olympic trials and then kind of forcing yourself to wrestle in this as well. I don't know. It just seemed like the fire wasn't there for a lot. And that's of why that's why I brought it up last week. Like, do you guys think this was a like when David was on? Like, do you think what's the point of going for some of these guys? And it just to get matches in like a guy like Mark mm -hmm. was maybe not cutting a lot of weight. It's a tournament you can get matches in, but I'm trying to feel I, a new weight out too. Yeah, yeah. I, I had tweeted out after the 57 kilo final that not a single top 10 ranked guy was in the weight. And then who, Spencer, won, who won that? Who won that? Camacho? Camacho beat Ethan Rotundo 8 6. Okay. But there wasn't a single top 10 guy. And I tweeted that, and Spencer Lee actually commented right away like, not even a single All American. Yeah. And you usually have the U.S. Open is usually a tournament where there's so many good NCAA champions and athletes because you always every year go from like NCAA's mid-March to the Open end of April. And it's insane just how big of a spectacle the NCAA's is. And then you're in the corner of a rodeo gym. Just like, <laughs> yeah. And the U.S. Open is always interesting because it's like it. And by the way, people tweeting what's the difference between senior nationals and us open i have no clue they're always calling it the us open now they're calling it senior nationals it's always been I, senior I couldn't nationals tell you the, i couldn't yeah. tell what the difference was yeah i, I have no idea the Just I, name i guess i don't know when it's normally in vegas i i normally go and it's funny because it is wide open like there's guys getting ready and you have like some kid walking up with a little poster like can you sign this and you're like on deck. Oh, so you're like the USO. <laughs> that's why it's the US Open. That's why, like, this is just it's, wide open. It's insane. But I mean, so yeah, it, it was interesting that some of the weights were st were so dead. 
And I had texted you and I didn't end up tweeting it. But Jaden Ironman <laughs> celebration. I don't want to be a hater. And I'm not in a position to win a tournament. Hey, don't be a hater then. But we're not that, we're not haters here. We're just but you know. that said, the celebration for winning that weight was so, like level 10 celebration. Like the I'm the champ. I'm the champ. Like he was the champ of that event at that weight class. Right. And I no, no doubt about that. I wanted to tweet it out with the Michael Jordan crying holding the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the same as like um those memes after Jake Paul knocked out Ben Askren. Correct. Like, He's like after crying no after crying. knocking out three non-boxers. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I, I look at I'm not Ironman's biggest fan, but I'm happy he won the tournament. Good for him. I mm -hmm. just felt like I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm literally tweeting like how weak the US Open is this year, how there's not a single all American or NCAA champion or top 10 ranked guy at 57. And he's out here. And then Brands starts chirping to the Oklahoma coaches. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if there was more. I don't know if there was like something going on there that fired them up. But I mean, never, never a dull moment with those guys, though. Never. I it's, actually, it's, it's constant action. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched the, uh, an interview that brands gave. I was watching some interviews for another guest we might have on end of this week. And this was like uh coming up next. So I just watched it. Mm -hmm. And cause I was watching like a, a Cal press conference. And then this came up and the things that brand says, it was hilarious. I, I it was like 2016. I want to say hilarious stuff, but yeah. So Ironman won that. What did you think? Did you watch the green Pentelio match? I, I did, and I was uh, I had my notifications turned on for uh, Mark Hall, and that was about it. Okay. I did I did I did watch some uh, Isaiah Martinez over the weekend though too. He looked hurt. He looked like he's not 100 yeah. percent recovered. He he was down to I forgot who oh like oh to nine, losing nine nothing. Yeah, and he just like kind of bull rushed the guy and pinned him. Yeah, it was an inside trip from front headlock. It was sick. Was it? Yeah. I I like missed it, but. Yeah. I just like I saw him there and then I saw him on the ground, but yeah, down nine nothing, and I'm I'm assuming yeah, got, that's because he's hurt. Yeah, he got the job done. Um, that's that's what I was thinking also. I mean, especially after he uh after he pulled out too. Well, yeah. Let me let me look here and see who he was wrestling because I did see that. Um, but yeah, him pulling out in the finals. Um, I definitely thought that he was still a little banged up, but hey, getting out there and wrestling though. Yeah, it's great for him. I mean, he's definitely at the top of the list for 79 kilo guys to make the world team this year. I know he wants to. Uh, Burroughs has come out and said that he's 100% going 79 this year. So I think that's scary. I think he's going to be scary at 79. I think I he's going to be really good there. I do too. I'm biased. Um, but I, I think he's... It's basically him and Imar was a great Final X match two years ago. Really good. Mm. Imar actually beat him great, the second match. Great, great series. Um, yeah. So it was it was Devin Skatska that was beating him nine zero. Okay. Whenever he ended up getting the pin, I didn't really see the match either. But um, yeah, those two they're gonna. I think they'll both be great up at seventy nine. Um, JB looked really good up at eighty six when he was wrestling David. Uh, he had a lot more pop, I thought. Speaking of wrestling, David. I have a note here, 74 kgu right now at Penn State. You got Bexod, Gomez, Dake, 
DT who have all wrestled Burroughs in the past like year, year and a half, I believe, which is nuts. And it's all four mm-hmm. guys who are like, there's like, there's history with, or a beef, or there's like Bexod beat him at, at the Olympics in Rio. Him and Gomez is always a good match. It always gets like a little spicy. Dake obviously just won. Mm-hmm. DT. Well, Gome- beat Gomez got that Puerto Rican spice. So <laughs> Gomez, I think we talked about it. Gomez yeah. is, he's hilarious. Whenever I'm there, he catches me off guard. Oh, he's the man. Like, He's a good guy, but yeah. So, were you there when everybody was there? I was probably getting COVID tested at the time. Yeah, I mean, they're they're all here. So I don't know. Let's just there. It's wild to me the depth in that room, and even like just to come in and train. Like that's three twenty twenty one Olympians. I'm curious at like what the dynamic was like, both going into it, their mindsets. You know what I mean? Like you're training with a guy. I don't know if they were like going matches but they were just i think that was just like monday morning they were probably just rolling around or something i don't know but like we practiced later in the day where yeah everyone else everyone else is there that's why when yeah. i saw it like or i think it was like early in the morning but yeah yeah because dake was what in town for david's kids birthday party yeah something? yeah it was uh it was london's birthday on sunday i saw for, gilman for his birthday i mm-hmm. saw gilman and snyder playing cornhole out back no shirts on just yeah I um I had to run practice, so <laughs> no birthday oh, party. <laughs> no birthday party for me. Wow, you yeah. got the, you got the short stick there. <laughs> well, yeah. So all all the other um M two coaches had birthday parties to go to, so I was just like, wow, popular birthday weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Not not my birthday, but wow, yeah. mine's in two weeks. But <laughs> we got to have a super good episode for that. Oh yeah, I I think we will for sure. We'll have we'll have a big birthday bash. No pun intended. <laughs> Birthday bash and bash mania. So back to the open. Um, Nate Jackson did beat Kaivon Gatson. That that was mm-hmm. a good match. Nate Nate is he keeps getting better. Keeps getting better and better. He just keeps jumping levels. He tweeted last night like, "I'm better at the open than I was at the trials, and I'm better today than I was at the open." And I'm he's, really he's curious. right. I texted you like I'm curious to see. I'm assuming he'll go to Pan Am's. He's on the team now. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see how he does there. Me too. And that's like you know I've been talking about him for months now and that's just that's a guy that you always want to have your eye on because like we just say he just keeps getting better and better and he wrestles really hard too he's just a fun watch that's really it yeah a couple other people that jumped out a little bit um anthony cassiope beat don bradley mm-hmm. don bradley's been you know a staple at heavyweight and cassiope is obviously young and hungry coming up no match for Gwiz though <laughs> Yeah, Gwiz beat him Not. pretty, uh, pretty soundly. There's like a lot of these heavyweights are good, man. They're really good, but there's just like anything. There's levels, you know. You have yeah. you Cassiopeia, who he's awesome, but he can't. No, I don't. Maybe not yet. You know, I'm sure at some point he's gonna get there. He'll be able to hang and bang with Gwiz someday soon here, probably. But you know, we just and then then you have Gable, right? It's just like there's levels. And you got guys like Mason. Mason Paris yeah. is just kind of hanging in the shadows of a guy like Gable mm-hmm. right now without Gable. And it's going to be interesting to see how it keeps evolving. You know, I'm glad Nick entered. It was like last minute, his decision to enter. And even with the heavyweight spot, it's going to be interesting because as Gable's come on here and said, his plans to win Olympic gold and potentially go WWE. 
And I think that's super real possibility for him too. Correct. And I think he can win the Olympic gold this year. And if that's the case, I don't see him coming back for what? I for the for the love of the game, for the love of the sport. (laughs) If W if he wins an Olympic gold, I think the WWE will offer him a contract so big that he can't turn it down because they want to capture on that relevance. Kurt Angle told me a story that after he won the Olympics, Vince McMahon called him, made him a huge offer. Kurt said, no, I, you know, I don't like, I don't like that kind of wrestling. And I think it was like two or three years later, he's like, okay, I want in. And Vince made him offer much, much lower. And he took it. I'm pretty sure it's a story. He came on here. He told that story on the (laughs) podcast. So go back and listen to him. Tell the story. But I think if you, he, you got to so, get in while you're hot. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think like, you know, and it's also timing. I don't know what the time would be like. He might be able to say, hey, guys, I'll do this, but I still want to compete in the world championships. Is that OK? I don't know how, how that works either. I mean, I guess you can do that, but that would just be like doing WWE and while trying to train like for real. It's just there's just no way. I know. Jacob like, Casper was going to try to come to the Olympic trials, but with have with COVID and, and coming to, cause he's, he's training at NXT down in Tampa for the WWE, but with COVID, he would have had to leave Tuesday to be here for like, for being Texas or Iowa, Texas for five days. So he couldn't get the whole week off, but it's a possibility. It's going to be interesting. But with that said, if Gable goes that route, that heavyweight spots open for this year, for next year, mm-hmm. you know? So, like I said, and you have guys like Cassiope who are going to keep getting better. Mason Paris, Greg, big Greg, he actually beat Mason Paris in a match at the trials too. Yep. So you have a few young guys there. Kirk too, is right? so dangerous. I can't wait till he's just 100% healthy and rolling. Yeah. By the way, our boy Kassar, he's hungry. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he can get healthy. He's like like hungry like physically too. Like he's been eating yeah. a lot. Like he's. He's starting to get big again. Well, he's balking. He wouldn't yeah, flex right. off with like he, Ferrari. Yeah, he was a he was a little intimidated. So after that, he started eating, getting back, getting that weight back up again. So it's good to see. That yeah, that was good to see. And I'm not really big following junior men's freestyle, but I'm this not a ton weekend, either. But Bo Bartlett, Bo Bartlett was one guy. Like, by the way, can we? I don't know. I was gonna look at it this morning, but it was a crazy morning. I don't know what the margin was that Iowa beat Penn State this year, but I feel confident in saying if Bo Bartlett was competing at NCAAs, Penn State would have won. There's a few. I mean, you could say that, but also, like, Alex Marinelli dropped out of the tournament after he lost in the quarterfinals. That's true. So, like, he probably keeps wrestling if they need him to. All right, so my official on-the-record stance, then, is Penn State would have had a better shot if Bo Bartlett. Hey, Bo Bartlett I, did get robbed <laughs> of that opportunity. I, I think so, too. Um I just like, uh, and, and this is one of my thoughts on it. Michigan State uh, decided not to wrestle against Penn State twice. And Michigan State, 149-pounder, got in, got in at large bid at the national yeah. tournament. Um, I don't know if Bo would have beat him or if that would have changed anything, but that would have been a, and would have given him an opportunity at least if they would have wrestled that match. Yeah, it's one of those it things kinda, I, I still get upset about that Bo Bartlett uh eh, whatever we'll get him next year yeah and speaking of juniors braxton amos is a man he's amongst a beast. The boys he's a beast man he just he's just a monster he's a savage that's really it 10 matches 10 techs outscored his opponents 101 to 4 he's a savage 
And Justin Hoach was like joking and saying like it took him ten matches to get gassed, and he was kidding. But like, <laughs> not even that. It took him ten matches to make a mistake. Like ten matches in, and he let up four, and then he beat him fourteen four. Like, and now he's on two world teams. And if you watch, shout, shout out Braxton Amos, you're a dog, dude. Yeah, it, I, I'm such a big fan of him, and he came on. I want to say it was the weekend you were competing, mm-hmm. so he came on. I want to have him back on with you on. Let's do it. He, he he's such a he's such a good kid. He's hard not to root for. There's a lot of people who listen to him on the show and then started rooting for him. I'm like, I don't blame you. So did I. There's a very good shot. Obviously, anything could happen, but there's a good shot. Him and AJ Ferrari could be an NCAA finals match. There's obviously so many different people. There's a lot of people that could change that. Anything could happen. But if those two made, if either of them or both made an NCAA finals match next year, would not be surprised. No, absolutely not. AJ Ferrari did it this year. Um, Mm -hmm. Braxton Amos, he's like, you know, he's a gamer. He likes, he seems to like the challenge. So like, that's a guy that he's going to do well come March, whenever, uh, you know, whenever the lights are on in his tournament time. Seems yeah. like the type of guy that'll shine. And Braxton Amos, I can't wait to see what he does. Our junior world team is stacked. Yeah, they are. I, I can't wait to watch, and, and I'll probably start following juniors a little bit more. Uh, Braxton, I, I definitely think he could win a, ju- a gold medal this year. And if he's coming in with that fresh off winning that, he's going to be dangerous next year. That was a really good get for Wisconsin. I don't follow oh, yeah. the recruiting scene too much, but that was a dang good get for them. Yeah, I don't I don't either now as much. I mean, I used to a lot more, especially, you know, whenever I was in college and whenever I was going through it. But I think our junior team is good, too. Um, I think Richie Figueroa looked really good. Uh, he beats beat some guy that beat him last time. Um, Drake Ayala in the semis, I believe he beat. He beat basically the guys yes. who ranked two through mm-hmm. two through five. He beat those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, that's. Tore it up too. Um, Keegan O'Toole. Keegan O'Toole is a good wrestler. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Missouri has three guys on the junior world team. Really? Yeah. Who else? Rocky Elam in 92. Okay. Keegan O'Toole. And I forgot who the third is. Like Either I said, way, I that's yeah. awesome showing for Missouri. I think Keegan O'Toole is a stud, though. He can, he can kind of like make something out of nothing. Yeah. And then he, um, one of uh, Penn State guys coming in next year, Alex Facundo. He had a pretty good weekend, too. He did. Uh, he wrestled a little tough. I mean, it was like 7-0, but thought he came out and, and wrestled hard. He's going to be he's be good next year. Yeah, and I think maybe Willie said it, like, once, like, the Cal who? factor hits. Who? <laughs> the guy who doesn't answer text messages. Who? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, by the way, for people wanting an update on the Willie episode. Tell him to text me back. Yeah, like, he's... He'll text instantly back sometimes, and then he ghosts you for a week. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to line up the timing. Willie, we deserve better. Yeah. it's So he, I think he tweeted out, like, by the time this kid gets to Penn State and the Cal factor, like, he's going to be – he's already really good. And if he yeah, climbs he... that next level. Yeah. And I haven't – you know, I haven't seen him in the practice room or anything like that, so – I don't really know how to judge based off that, but just from, you know, watching him wrestle, I'm, I'm excited for him. Yeah. And kind of going to the other end of that spectrum with young guys, Ben provisor. Oh, <laughs> ben. ben. So Ben provisor 
two-time Olympian, Greco World Team member. He has enrolled at Grandview. Now, I don't follow the NAIA too much. Okay. But neither, neither do I. But here's what I know. Grandview was going for their 10th straight championship this year. Our boys at Life University upset them. So when I saw this, I instantly quote tweeted it with, tell me the Life University lost hurt you without telling you it hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to defend Grandview here because this was this was a thing before. Like Ben, I think Ben, Ben, I think Ben was thinking about going there even before, you know, this whole year. and Yeah. I do not think that they actually got so hurt. They tried to recruit yeah. an Olympian. <laughs> and somebody, like, oh, this guy, this guy didn't wrestle in college. It's like they go get Cejudo. Right. And, yeah. and somebody said that, like they DM me, like, do you really think I'm like, no, I don't really think it was no. just a funny, like right. on the surface. <laughs> like, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I think that's cool for Ben. Well, I think that's cool for Ben though, because like he can go get, you know, go get some collagen and he can go have some fun, beat some, beat some dudes up. And he and he's gonna be in a really really good wrestling program, and that structure is fun. Like when you when you leave college or when you're in your thirties, or you don't have a lot of opportunities for that kind of structure outside of like a job, career, whatever. So to have that, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. He'll be like a player coach. As soon as I saw it, I thought about Adam Sandler going back to school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you see all the kindergartners sitting in their lunchbox, and you see Adam Sandler sitting there as like a grown man. <laughs> yeah, no, I th- I think he's gonna. I think he'll be good for that program. He'll have a he'll have a lot to offer them. I think. I don't follow MMA too much, but were you surprised by Bubba Jenkins beating Lance Palmer? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I didn't I didn't even watch that either, but like I uh, like I follow both of them like a little bit, and I just you know I was Lance Palmer pretty much all the way, and then. Yeah, Lance is so tough, and he's come on here before, and I've I've gotten to know him pretty good. I was rooting for him. And... I wasn't be clear. I wasn't rooting for either person. That's just okay. what I thought I was going to win. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's won this thing twice now already. That's he's what I'm won saying. Yeah. Two championships, two million, and it's a million dollar payout. Like, there's some serious competition. They want to get paid. They want to make a name for themselves. He's beat some good guys, and I don't know how it works because I know he's not done. It. There's like playoffs and stuff. So I don't know that he's out for I don't know how it I, I don't works. know I don't know how it works either. Yeah, I don't know how it works, but I I saw nothing about it that night and so on Sunday morning whatever morning it was I looked it up and I'm like uh Lance Palmer and it's like Bob Jenkins. I guess a lot of the guys got upset. There was a lot of upsets, I guess. I was looking up. Yeah, I don't follow it too much, but I'm more of just, you know, if I'm watching fighting, it's going to be the UFC main cards that's pretty yeah. much it i like it but but you know i'm not super duper submerged into it i don't watch everything our guy jo competes thursday let's go i'm i'm excited for that i'm really excited for that i'm excited to watch the his technique well I'm try to i'm gonna try to break it down as he's wrestling i'm confident that he's gonna win because so am i he posted a picture in bulgaria and he did not cut his hair oh easy like if you I mean, after to, talking to him, I didn't correct. expect him to, though. If yeah. you listen to him on the podcast, he said when he cuts his hair, he's 0-2, basically. Yeah. And then when he when he just goes natural, 
top of the world is the thing. So yeah. I'm excited. You know, the only thing I'm not excited for is that random draws don't exist. And this is random draws. And I don't know what's going to happen with his draw. There's some good guys in there. He could be him and Sebastian Rivera first round. That would be, that would be an interesting storyline. That would be very interesting. Yeah. I, I don't. That's a weird matchup, too, man. That's a weird matchup. Yeah. And Rivera feels like a big underdog right now. I think he he takes his losses personal and he really like. I mean, I know a lot of people do, but I know he feels like an underdog right now. And that's always he's such a good wrestler for him to feel like a. For him to feel like an underdog could be could be interesting over there. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. There's no true second, which I think is so stupid. Do they take top two? Top, top two. two. Top two qualify. And no true, and no second. true second. So if you lose, that's it. You're done. Yeah. How they're not doing true second at this is just. That's that's a stressful event. Yeah. But you got to, you know, if you lose, you're done. You can't let the other, can't rely on that guy winning. And I think Adam Kuhn and Jesse Porter are trying to qualify the two Greco weights that are not yet qualified. Adam Kuhn has had a lot of success. I think zero percent um, up to date in Greco. Yeah, I don't really follow Greco. I just like feels like Adam Kuhn winning is a lot of graphics I see on Twitter. That's my level of Greco. What's up with the what's up with uh, Joe Rao? I don't know. So apparently the ref had a vendetta against him for something and totally botched the officiating, like just no good. And it cost him the match and it cost him the Olympic team spot. So he's trying to raise 30 grand to fight it. Kind of like a Yanni Zang type situation. Correct. Hmm. So I, Hey, I hope it plays out for him. If he got cheated, then correct. If, the story I read is all accurate. It's that the ref has a personal tie to his opponent. Ooh. And it's, you know, I don't know. And there were some people that were saying if this was freestyle, it'd be a much bigger deal, which I don't which, doubt that at all. Yeah, because, like, I really don't even know what's going on. If it was right. freestyle, I'd, I'd probably be all over it. Yeah, and so he was just on a podcast. I, I didn't listen to the story. I just, he had a GoFundMe, and I read the GoFundMe that talked about you know how he got robbed and there's a lot of people behind him mm-hmm. that i've like i've seen that too so like it definitely like it has some substance to it yeah like i know that for sure yeah that always stings wrestling's so tough when you know and i know the fans are harder sometimes than even the wrestlers so when the wrestlers come out and say like i got robbed here Mm. I feel like that's when it's really a bigger deal. Because a lot of times, right? You don't see that a lot, like especially from from wrestlers too. Like, right? People like us, like we don't, you know, we're not going to be the athletes that come out and just like point the finger at someone else because it's such an yeah. individual sport. You know, we we take you know all the load on ourselves. We don't, you know, it's not like I lost because of the ref. It's I lost because I didn't score more points. So yeah. if you're, you know, coming out and saying that, starting a GoFundMe, like it. It got to be serious. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. And and Joe is also a veteran. Like, yeah, he's he not is. somebody trying to take a shot in the mm-hmm. dark here. Like, he's a veteran. I don't think he'd be doing this. He's made teams before. He's been around for a while. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. So, you know, maybe I'll go watch, maybe I'll go watch the match and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I, but here's the thing. 
Well, I won't even. I I, won't I don't know the know. Greco rules like like I do freestyle. Like oh, like this guy, he um he was pushing in less than the other guy was pushing in. Maybe we'll maybe we'll call in Braxton Amos for his his take. We on could bring Mason Manville in here also. Yeah. Or yeah, we could you know we could just get a Greco guy up in here. Did Mason wrestled this weekend? Didn't he? He wrestled freestyle. How did he do? I don't think it was that good. I think he went two and two. Did he? Okay. That's what I. That's what I think. So I was like excited to watch the open, and then when the brackets came out, I was kind of like deflated a little bit. And on yeah. top of that, I've been waiting for my fountain to come for the pond. Ooh. And it came. So we were out okay. there putting it together. We hopped in a rowboat. We're rowing around the stupid pond trying to get <laughs> the thing installed. And then my buddy who has one tied a c- cylinder block to the bottom of it as an anchor, and the thing just started spinning because there's so much torque. So then we had to go to Home Depot, get a couple more blocks to get two anchors. Right. So meanwhile, I'm like paying attention to the open on my phone. And it's like, you know, do I wait to do this because the open's on? And then some of the matches, I'm like, I'll catch the rest of them when I get home. So your pod, like, what's the end goal with this? Like, you just I put as much stuff in there as you can, like, because that's what it seems like. So are you talking <laughs> more of like fish and that stuff or which area? Yeah. 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 So I'm talking I'm talking life. Okay, so I created the pond because I've always wanted one. So we're doing right. two things right now. One is the fountain in that there's more stuff coming for the oxygen levels. You need oxygen so the fish can live all that crap. I've got a creek behind me, and I've been taking crayfish out. Because... <laughs> so we stocked the pond with 25 largemouth bass, 50 bluegill, and 10 pounds of minnows. Oh, that's sick. So that's all in there. Yeah. So. When crayfish go in the trap, I take the crayfish out and throw them in there because it's great bass food. But it's like if you miss and like I'll explain this on Instagram, what seems like every other day. But mm-hmm. then if you miss one day, you're like, hey, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right. Yeah, because I, I miss days all the time. I'm not on Instagram all the time. Yeah, I, I've i been starting to get prompted to create a YouTube channel around it. I just I don't like holding a camera like this and being like. All right, guys. Welcome back. Like, <laughs> you call it like Bash's Bass or something like that. There's a lot going on at this property that there there could be a, a YouTube channel. But yeah, the pond, the fountains in. We're getting two bubblers that take care of the oxygen oxygen for the bottom. I don't even know. I don't know much about this stuff. I don't all, either. So. But all I do is you can you can type anything into YouTube, anything. You, you and, technically can, yes. And type, why should I, do I need a fountain in my pond? And you can get lost in like these biology nerds <laughs> that explain everything to you. That's the only way I learn all this stuff. You're going to start doing it. Now that you own a house, there's oh, going to be know. some the pond. Pot pond will be a while. We got a. Uh, Maybe not a pond, but you've got some, some other stuff to take care of first. <laughs> got to do no, normal landscaping first. I got to gotta get a weed whacker before I get a pond. Steal a weed whacker. <laughs> Is the way to go expensive, but the way to go, and I'd be willing. It, to wait, what is it? Steel, S T I H L. Okay, but I'm not going to say it again because no free plugs. No free plugs. <laughs> but if they would sponsor this, but like for landscaping, I can't even do that yet. We got to wait. We've got so much dirt. Like we got to rock I see, down I w- and. See I wouldn't it. mind if I was all dirt right now. Like, 
it's fun until you try and take your dogs out and Don't then your dogs want to so. just run is a dog get, in the cards we'll get it oh yeah I how many dogs. roommates do you have right now just one who is it big greg oh he's your roommate yeah was he at your old house yeah he was okay so he so, moved with you mm -hmm. yeah okay. so he um yeah he was in a pretty small room at the other house so Got and this is upgrade. and this is a three bedroom right three bedroom and Willie wants the third bedroom. Willie, <laughs> Willie, Willie wants the third bedroom, but won't text me back. So I don't know. I don't know how he's gonna get. To, I don't know how he's gonna get that. Do you plan on getting a third roommate or keeping the third room just open? I like having it open. Is this um, the third room, or is this? this... Is the th I'm in the third room. Oh yeah, it's just a. Yeah, this is my this is my chill spot. It's my it's, room. It's an office room. It's mm -hmm. a it's a studio. Yeah. This also has to get built out soon, by the way, studio. I got to get that cardboard you said you have somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That thing well, I just, hey, I just, I just got a couch, too. So it should be here on Friday. Did you? Where'd yes. you get it from? Wayfair. I got a couch from my, my uh, last office on Wayfair. A lot of good stuff on there. Why don't... No, no, no more. Let's stop talking about that site also <laughs> we need to get these people to sponsor us to talk about them i, I think we I hold know. off anything until they they sponsor us <laughs> that's what i'm saying but the couch should be okay if wayfair reached out to us i'm sure it'd be really really nice but you know yeah uh. <laughs> all right so back to the wrestling talk it you know these next yeah. couple no <laughs> <laughs> well what i was going to say is these next couple weeks are going to be like kind of quiet yeah, for sure. But we've got some good guests podcast wise that even though the wrestling is starting to wind down, kind of, there's going to be some international stuff that's going on. And we've got some cool guests. Potential. A, potential guests that I think are going to be worth. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. By the way, this, this episode sponsored. I don't think we've said anything. <laughs> Guys, this episode is brought to you by Attack. They're an app. If you haven't followed them yet on social, go follow them at attack.app. It's A-T-A-C dot A-P-P. -P. Um, it should be coming soon. We just got a text that our beta access is going to be here, and we're going to be we're going to be doing some cool stuff with that. Oh, yeah. We're going to give out some beta access. So go follow Attack. Message us if you want access for the beta level. Um because you shouldn't be on a couch. You should be training. I need to get back to freaking working out. I did a Peloton ride and a row this morning, 20 minutes on each, and I was dead. Hey, if, if you're too tired to work out, it's because you haven't been working out. Yeah, I need to get back to it. Mm -hmm. Like, my pre-workout doesn't do anything anymore either. No? You, no. Wait, you just you just take pre-workout, then don't Oh, I've been out. doing that for a long time. No. <laughs> I, I, I wake up at, like, 4:30, and by 5:15, I take pre-workout to like function. Dude, caffeine, coffee. What are you doing? Why are you taking pre-workout in the morning when you wake up? It makes my brain go. I'm sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so much work to do in the morning that when I start taking pre-workout and I'm start like thinking, it makes me high alert, and then I, I couldn't do that. No way. Just start taking pre-workout when you wake up. I take the pre-workout and it. You're legit... probably so dependent on it. Oh, I am. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. very bad. Like, I, there's no doubt in my mind. I need to like break that addiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we can work on that. 
yeah i don't i need to i need to get back into, into working out but yeah attack is a really cool app that you can you can <laughs> it, ha it has leaderboards i'm excited for it because i think it's going to help me get back into working out because i think it's going to help me like if i compete like my wife and i both have apple watches and when we compete i like I move more, I get more activity, I get an extra workout in. So I think this app is going to be cool. I don't want to give away too much about it. We have a lot to say. Mm -hmm. Chenzo's potential participation in it with some cool stuff. So go follow. We're working them. on it. Be on the lookout for that. And we've, we've got a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff coming. I'd love to do some videos soon. Yeah. I uh, I don't see why not. Yeah, th there's a... Uh, we can do something with the pond, I'm sure, if you come up here. By the way, no update on the bills yet. It's The tickets are in motion, but there's a potential that they're going to require vaccines to go to the game. I'm out. What, yeah, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anti-vaxxer either. I'm just... I'm not know, either. I just... I'm, I'm sus. That's all. Well, I think... I think I've said on this podcast, because we're trying to get pregnant, they told my wife, don't take right. it. Yeah. So if, if she can't take it, I don't want to take it because it's, that's you know, fair. There's... that's fair. Right. So it, and, and it's a ways away. Like the first game's not until September or something. So. Hey, what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of the draft? Um, I didn't follow it too closely because I, there, I mean, it was an interesting Dude. game. With, I, I Dude. know. <laughs> It was. It seemed to me like it was. It went pretty chalk, which how I thought it was gonna go. Like everybody kind of was taking who they thought they were gonna take. It wasn't anything to me like, and the Bills weren't really taking anybody that. Right. I was tuning in for. I heard Pittsburgh didn't make a good pick. I forgot who they took. No, I think they crushed it. Who was it? Who they took? So they they took Najee Harris in the first round, running back from Alabama, and they're getting you know. They're getting some criticism for that because their offensive line isn't super great, but I think that's an awesome pick because that guy's a monster. Like you, a lot of analysts and stuff were saying that they should have, you know, went O line first and then like running back like later in the rounds. Like, oh, like they did it backwards, but like that guy isn't available in the later rounds. You know, that guy's available right yep. there, and that's it. So I think they did it the right way. Then they I got Pat Fryer, second round Penn State guy. I was really happy for Micah Parsons to go sorely. I wish it wasn't the Cowboys because I'm not. Uh, like, oh, I don't care, man. Bills he's fan. Gonna, he's going to shine. Yeah, I, I'm so happy for him. Um, that that was cool. He, he's a great guy. Happy for he him. He is. He's a boy. He, um, you know, he he's a hard worker. He's. I think he's super pumped that the Cowboys are blue and white. <laughs> Yeah, like he, I think that's what he's most excited about is that uh, he doesn't really have to change colors a ton. Like it's a little different, but you know, yeah. was it who was it that saying that was it him who wanted to be a giant? Who was saying that they wanted to be a giant to never leave the tri-state area? I can't remember who it was. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, can't, I thought it was him. Maybe not. I don't know, but yeah, I'm excited for that dude. Yeah, his his future is so freaking bright. And he's a big fan of Penn State wrestling. I love watching yeah. his engagement. Anytime something big happens, he's like the first person tweeting about it. Yeah, we've uh we've had a pretty good relationship with him over the years. If only there was a professional wrestling league now, where it's like it's funny watching like you talk about like, like you getting drafted right? looks <laughs> like, getting drafted looks so fun. 
Like, that's I what Gable said. Like, yeah. bro, the high of getting drafted. And Mark has like, to be sick. Mark Hall quote tweet. I'm like, go for it, dude. Like, yeah, somebody yeah. will draft you. Gable, Gable, you will get drafted. Right. If, if there's you... any wrestler right now who will get drafted. like, Yeah, that's the one. But if you were Gable, would you go WWE or NFL? Um, I love football. I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be what you want to. I mean, Gable wants to literally, like, he said on the podcast, he wants to go the rock route. Like, he yeah. wants to go WWE and, like, movies. Like, WWE yeah. isn't the end game for him. Nah. He just so wants like, to. That's, like, just the next stepping stone. <laughs> if you're Gable, you go WWE. Yeah. Maybe get a movie deal or something. I have no idea. I don't know how that stuff works, Ben. I I don't either. Not my yeah. life. Not my that's, life, though. That's, out, that's outside of my wheelhouse. Me, too. Above above the pay grade, no above, doubt. Above the pay grade. Yeah, I'm just a marketing guy. You start talking movies and that. But yeah. That's most of what I got. You got anything else? Um no, I don't. That's really it. Um just I just want to, you know, reiterate how proud I am of the Steelers for taking a, a skill position player in the first round. And not a big uh, white collar tackle from Wisconsin. I was happier that the Bills re-signed Josh Allen. That was my Bills news of the week. Well, they exercised his option for a fifth year, which, Woo. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not exactly groundbreaking stuff, but yeah, but yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got too, man. All right, guys, that's episode 115. We're planning on an episode later this week. Um, we're hoping it works out. That'll be a really, really good episode. If you haven't subscribed, make sure to subscribe. Go buy some Coffee Talk t-shirts and mugs. There's mm -hmm. It's Wrestling Shirt a Day in May on Twitter. So if you're participating in that and you need a wrestling shirt, unfortunately, this one's not for sale, but this one is straight fire. I almost wore that today, actually, too, but I got my Mike Mock gear on. That's a good one. I actually yeah. had that one on yesterday, but the the white one, the white Ooh. with the burgundy and maroon. See, I'm, I'm a burgundy T-shirt guy, too. Like, I think this is just a good color for me. I love the color. Yeah, you know. Pops. All right, guys, go subscribe. We'll be back in another episode shortly. Later. See ya. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. If you did enjoy this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes. For more wrestling content, be sure to follow Bash Mania on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And follow me. I'm at JBash on Instagram and at Justin JBash on Twitter. And the beat goes on.